0: To get the latest news as well as fun bonuses, be sure to sign up for my Weekly Herbal Newsletter. Okay, grab your cup of tea, let's dive in. Hi everyone, and welcome to this behind-the-scenes view of the Herbs with Rosalie podcast. We're at the beginning of 2023, which seemed like a great time to look back on the podcast, share my wins, share my challenges, as well as looking forward. I hope you'll find this interesting whether you've been listening to the show from day one or if you're brand new. Well, let's start all the way back in the beginning and see how it all got started. Well, I did not really envision myself when I became an herbalist (laughs) that I would have a YouTube channel and podcast, but I started this actually after I asked people who follow me how they would like to hear from me. So I sent out a survey to my really awesome newsletter list, and I heard back pretty clearly that people would like video and audio. So that's how this was born. I tend to get pretty excited about things, and I jump in really fast, often without fully understanding everything involved, for better or for worse, and the podcast was no exception to that. But apart from a few challenges that I'm gonna share, I've loved creating the show and I can't really imagine my life without it. My first YouTube video was published in April of 2021 and then the audio podcast followed shortly after. This is roughly the 74th episode. Well, I pretty much got the idea for the show instantly. I knew I wanted each episode to focus on one single herb. And I knew I wanted to have both solo shows and guest interviews. And I also knew that I wanted to share lots of recipes. This is really a reflection of how I like to learn about herbs. One, getting to know a plant more deeply, and two, getting the chance to work with the herb. So it's not just passively learning, but also giving you the opportunity to have your own experiences and success with herbs. I wanted to give you a look into what goes into making a podcast show. I definitely didn't know this before I started out and really dived into it, but it's a surprising amount of work, really. If I had known what had gone into it, especially now at this more advanced complicated stage we're at, I don't know that I would have done it, but so glad that I just jumped in. So for the solo shows, so that's just me talking about a particular herb, It actually begins with Nicole, who I'm going to introduce in just a bit, doing search engine optimization keywords. That's basically finding out what people are looking for when they're searching about a particular herb. Based on that, I write the script, and then I do the recording of it. And after that is done, I get together lots of b roll if you watch on YouTube, then that's I'm citing references, finding pretty pictures of plants, that sort of thing. There's illustrations to get together. There's Then there's video editing. I do not speak perfectly all the time, so I um, definitely need help when I stumble over words and cutting things out, that sort of thing. Then there's going over the video edits. Then there's putting it onto YouTube, uploading it to podcast apps, and then getting it on the website. That in all, It takes about, like, not, you know, nine to five, but it takes about a solid week of work to get that through everything. The interviews are slightly easier for me because I don't have to write a script and I don't have to get in front of the camera. Well, at least, you know, like I'm there with someone else. I guess it's just a different thing than me, me and the camera. But it also includes different work, like reaching out to guests, getting them booked, getting their information, getting recipe cards made, etc. This is not something that I do on my own. There are nine people that help put this together. These are nine people from all over the world. There's Nicole. She is the one who basically runs the show, right? She's the project manager for the entire production. She does very specific work like she's doing this seo or search engine optimization for youtube she moves along every piece along the track there's lots of moving parts so she like has the you know the the bird's eye view of that and keeps everything going together she's getting images together she's helping book the guests she's communicating a lot with the guests she writes the show notes she uploads everything to youtube and the podcast apps and so much more. Like, I don't even know all that she does, which is part of her brilliance and magic, I think. She keeps everything running for sure. Then there's Francesca. She's the video and audio editor. She's amazing. She blows me away. She has brilliantly edited videos with lots of tech problems, like slow internet and that sort of thing. That just happens from time to time, right, with the online stuff and she edits my solo videos like i mentioned i often make mistakes stumble over words etc i have to back up and redo it so she makes it worth listening to <laughs> you all are very grateful for her i promise and then she does a lot of work on the videos too you know adding transitions adding images etc then there is tatiana she is the botanical illustrator for herbs with rosalie in the beginning she mostly did plant illustrations beautiful plant illustrations And then that has evolved to her also doing these gorgeous recipe illustrations that I know are well-loved. Those are often some of my most popular posts on social media. There's Christy, she's our detail-oriented eye who helps out with editing the recipe cards as well as other editing that goes on here. There's Jenny, she's our graphic designer. She takes the illustrated recipes, she makes them into recipe cards. She also beautifully designs the thumbnail images that we use on YouTube. There's Michelle, she's the tech wizard behind the scenes here at Herbs with Rosalie. There's rarely a day that she and I aren't in a lot of communication together. She creates some of the images that we use on social. She does all of the social media posts. Like I do the writing of them, but she actually creates the post. And then she does so many pieces here and there that just keeps things moving. There's Karen. She is our student services coordinator, so she helps a lot with student support, and she also helps with general customer service here at Herbs with Rosalie. She answers quick questions in the comments on social media, in email, and on YouTube. Then there's Xavier, who is my handsome French husband, who also has many other gifts besides that. He's the cameraman. Kind of roped him into that. Uh, he did not foresee that as part of his life, but he's doing a good job, and he's also the one that puts everything up on the website, herbswithrosalie.com, and he does a lot of work with the transcripts, etc. And then there's you. Yes, you. If you're listening or watching this, then you are very much a part of this podcast. I couldn't or wouldn't do it without you right? If I didn't have an audience, wouldn't be no fun. It's your enthusiasm, your views, your comments that really keep the show going. So thank you for being an integral part of this podcast as well. Well, I wanted to be open and honest about challenges. This mostly goes really well, but like anything in life, there's challenges that come up. I will say that one fear I had before starting this was YouTube comments, right? Because YouTube is known for their kind of juvenile mean comments. So I was, when I first started, I was bracing myself for that and that never really came. So we've definitely had a few of those and we have spammy stuff is actually more common. But for the most part, the YouTube comments have been so awesome. And I love that. I love hearing great feedback about my solo shows, but my favorite part is actually the great comments that people share about the guest interviews, and I often share the sweetest and the most heartfelt with the guests after they've been on the show, and I'm emailing them after their show has been published to thank you, to thank them. I include those sweet messages, so thank you for those. One challenge that I've had, honestly, is just that this takes a lot of time, to make a weekly show. It takes time too of like thinking ahead, right? Because we have to be ahead of production and the the further ahead we are, the better because it's less stress on everybody. You've just heard there's so many moving parts, right? There's illustrations that are created, there's like recipe cards, there's editing, there's so much behind the scenes work. So the further ahead we are, the better which is a little bit challenging, especially with the solo shows because I'm kind of waiting for things to be in season in my garden, because I like to be outside in the garden or out in the forest, wherever I need to be outside to be with the plants. So I'm kind of waiting for those to come in to flower, what have you. So there's that kind of challenge of that, but also wanting to get the podcast out while those things are in bloom for a lot of people. I live pretty north, I'm pretty close to Canada, the border of Canada in here in Washington state. So I am a little bit later behind. So that's kind of like a little bit of a push there. But for the most part, I think we're starting to kind of get that better and get guests planned up ahead in advance. So so I think we're we're working through that and it's going pretty well. There's of course the challenge of technology. I consider myself like moderate moderate skills with the whole technology. Michelle might disagree. <laughs> She's the one I'm always going to for help. So I'm not terrible, but I'm not great. So there's always that. And then there's just like the things you can't help, like just internet speed. Like I have fairly slow internet speed. There's nothing I can do about that. Sometimes people let me know that I should buy faster internet. That's just not available. And is probably not going to be available in my area for a very, very long time. So do the best we can with that. Then there's just, you know, tech stuff that comes up. It's not my favorite. You know, we make it work. So there's that. I love filming outside, but that is also a challenge. Like Xavier and I, my handsome French husband, we're often like figuring out, you know, where, because we have to think about the sun. We have to think about other weather considerations. Like if it's raining. We did recently the Sage out in the garden, and I'd wanted to get to that for a long time, and then finally managed to get it just before the snow came, but it was literally starting to sleet as we were filming, so that was fun, but glad we got that in just in time, but that's always a consideration, figuring out where's the sun, is it windy, you know, we can't do it on windy days, and of course the sun changes all the time, and it takes about anywhere from 20 minutes to 60 minutes to film, so we have to Figure that out too. There's been sometimes like I remember with the Comfrey video, I had to change places because we started out in a good place right by the Comfrey, but then afterwards the you know the sun was moving, so we had we had to move. There's the other noise that's going on. Sometimes it's beautiful, right? We've had I remember in the Rose one, and maybe the Hawthorn leaves and flowers. There were birds that really added to the experience. That was lovely. But more often I have a neighbor who has like 15 dogs, not kidding, and they're outside. And that is a big challenge. It drives me a little bit nuts sometimes because, and that's why if you ever hear dogs in the background, that's what's going on. What I do a lot is I stop and wait for them to be quiet, but sometimes they see me and they're just really excited to bark at me. So that's a bummer, but I just try and let that stuff go. Some of my challenge is 100% like I do it to myself. Like for example, early on, I don't know, this is just something I do. I decided to color coordinate my outfit with the plant that I was gonna talk about or the plant that my guest is talking about. So I got pretty excited about that. No one has really noticed, there's been like two people who've noticed that I do this, but so it really is like for me, I just have a fun time with it. And then pretty soon after that, I guess that year was when I really, 2021 was when I really started knitting. And so then I got really excited about always wearing my hand knit things. And so then I needed lots of different colors of hand knit sweaters for different seasons. So is it normal to (laughs) need to have hand knit sweaters that color coordinate with the plant you're talking about? Pretty sure if you took a podcast or YouTube class, that would not be part of the requirements. And maybe I should just take the judgment out of normal, because what is normal anyway? We could call it necessary, (laughs) and it's definitely not necessary, but so much of what I do for the podcast isn't necessary per se, right? I don't need original watercolor illustrations for the recipes, for example, but I love it. (laughs) And so, color coordinating my knit sweaters and having these beautiful recipe cards does add a lot of work to things. Having um, for those of you who watch on YouTube, there's lots of B-roll images. That takes a lot of time to get that together. So none of that is maybe necessary, but I love it and I have a good time with it. There's one challenge that I was not sure I was going to talk about, <laughs> but I just will. I'll just share it. So I have a long list of people that I want on the show. Right, I know a lot of herbalists. And if I don't know them personally, I know of them, and I'm excited to have a lot of people on the show. And one thing that has been surprising to me is that I've reached out to people who I thought for sure would be on the show, like I know them personally, and they just don't respond to me. So that's been like hard to take. And I'll admit that I've taken it personally sometimes, but I try to just remember We all have busy lives. And so they obviously just have a busy life. That happens sometimes, like people just don't respond. Sometimes people don't respond and like I'm actually kind of like cold calling them. Like they probably don't know me. We have no relationship. So, you know, they just don't respond. I think, okay, I, you know, I try generally in a couple different ways, try a couple different times, but if I don't hear from somebody, I have to move on. The worst though, (laughs) is when people say yes, and then don't follow through. So they say yes and we get whatever stage of the process and then they just stop hearing from them. And I've actually had it where I've like shown up to do an interview and I'm just waiting. And then I, you know, the person scheduled their interview, they did everything and then they just don't show up. So that's surprising to me. I wasn't expecting that kind of stuff to happen. It doesn't happen all that often, but it's, I would say that it's not necessarily unusual for that to happen. But in the end, I know that I'm really looking for people who are excited to be on the show. I put a lot into the show. My whole team puts a lot into the show. I know the show is well loved by lots of people. I'm going to share stats about it in just a minute. So, so yeah, I'm definitely looking for people who are excited to be on the show and have lots to offer in that way. And if someone doesn't want to be on, they don't want to be on. My last challenge is cost. I just mentioned that I kind of do all this stuff that's unnecessary, but I love. And that all kind of adds up. I estimate that it costs $500 per episode, although I think some episodes can cost as much as 700. That doesn't include paying for my time, doesn't include paying for my handsome French husband's time. So that number is still low. You know, if I was paying for a videographer, if I was like actually paying for my time, that would cost more money. So $500 an episode, even as I say that, it's kind of surprising to me. Again, maybe something I wouldn't have jumped into if I'd known what I was getting into, but so glad that I did. And I can basically afford to do this because of my students through my online school. So basically the podcast is free because they are essentially subsidizing it is the way I look at it. Some people have made comments to me that I I must make a lot of money on YouTube, but I choose not to do ads at this time, mainly because I think they're annoying myself when I'm watching YouTube. Maybe I'll do them in the future. I don't know. But for now, I don't do ads, so I don't make any money from the podcast directly, you know, having it on YouTube, etc. You know, it's worth it to me. I'm so glad I can't imagine my life without Herbs with Rosalie, and I wouldn't want to do it any other way. Like, I'm doing it the way I want to do it, which is important to me. All right, let's talk stats. I just did, went and looked at everything, see what the stats are like. I actually love stats. I'm often looking at them for the show. So for YouTube, as of right now, I have over 36,000 subscribers. There's um, another thing to look at is monthly views. These vary a lot with YouTube for my station, I think, uh, or my channel. I think that's due to the, like the cyclical nature of things. like. There's certain popular videos that while that plant is in blooming or out of the ground or whatever, like lemon balm is one of my most, I think the most popular one. So while lemon balm is on people's minds, that one gets a lot of views. So in July of 2022, I had 80,000 monthly views. And then in November I had 23,000 views. So that's a huge difference. I wish there wasn't that much of a difference, obviously. But again, I think it's just the cyclical nature of plants even. And so that's YouTube. Then there's also the podcast, which has its own set of stats. And for the podcast, it's steadily growing. There's about 30,000 downloads a month. And with the podcast, it just really has been steadily growing. It's not like this up and down that you see with YouTube. And I looked, and as of today, there's 345,000 I think that's how you say that big number, all-time downloads, 345,000 all-time downloads with a total of 115,000 unique visitors. And then according to Listen Notes, the Herbs with Rosalie podcast is in the top 1% of all podcasts, which there's obviously way huge podcasts out there. I think there's just so many that I just happen to fall on the 1% there, and I do want to say that beyond stats, I really love hearing from people who listen to the show. Um, Recently, I was in my local health food store, Glover Street Market, and someone stopped me to say hi and introduce themselves and tell me that they like the show. So hi, Jade. Um, That really made my day. I live in a very small rural community. I never really think of locals listening to the show. So that was fun. But then of course, there's the emails I get, the comments, etc. So it's always fun to hear from plant lovers. And it's always fun to hear from listeners. I also wanted to look at things that I could do better. And maybe this will be like a little, you know, holding me accountable uh, for the next time I do a behind the scenes. Oh, All in all, I'm very happy with how things are going. I have a lot of fun with the show. You know, it's fun to do a deep dive with the solo shows. I have loved every single guest interview. It's been really fun, especially in the past with the COVID and everything, not going to conferences. It's been great to connect with folks, and I just love hearing these different perspectives. I get excited to see what plant that people are going to choose, what their recipe is going to be, so... All of that has been super fun. Um, So I'm very happy pretty much with how things are going. And as with most things, I'd like to think I've gotten better at the podcast simply by doing it. I will say that being in front of the camera on a solo show still doesn't feel entirely natural to me, but you know, it's getting better. I think every, every time I do it, it gets a little bit better. And I realize that I'm not going to be this like world-renowned interviewer, but I am trying to improve my interview skills for you, the listeners, as well as for my guests. So working on that. But again, I feel like everything gets better with time. As I mentioned before, sometimes my internet speed is a factor, but there's not a lot I can do about that. There is some tech things that are currently coming out with some of the software I use that might help with that a little bit. So hopefully that will happen but I think on the most part we have made things work. And the last thing that I wanted to cover was future ideas. I do have ideas all the time about the podcast. One is I think it would be fun to do a month of daily posts about a single herb maybe or a single topic or something but I think that could be a lot of fun. I'm not sure I'm going to make it happen for 2023. I had this idea and then just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm really excited about my big final idea, but it would just take some time to put it together. So might be 2024 for that. We have such amazing recipes from the guests, from my solo shows, and now they're being beautifully illustrated by Tatiana. So I think that it would be fun to kind of round those up in some way. That's kind of like on my list. Some point (laughs) might do that. But yeah, those are kind of, you know, besides having my list of people I'm excited to have on, my list of plants that I wanna do as a solo next year, those are kind of my ideas, but I'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas, suggestions, things you'd like to see on the show, topics, people, I would love to hear about it because really my favorite part about this is hearing from you. So please do share that. You can always hit me up on social media or on my website, herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. You can do a contact form there and I will be sure to see all of it. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me in this behind the scenes episode and happy new year. Hey, thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you're a new listener, thanks for checking out the show. And don't forget that you can find all the recipes, links, and show notes over at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe and get updates when new episodes release and even submit your requests for future podcast episodes. The world needs more people who are connected to the earth and the healing gifts of plants. I'm so glad that you're here for this adventure. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Rising Appalachia for the use of their beautiful song, Resilience. Listen to more from Rising Appalachia at risingappalachia.com.